it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation.
Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stewart, the Maestro of Wrestling. And the 10 bell salute was for the passing of WCW alumni, uh, Johnny Meadows. Uh, God rest his soul and love and respect always. And thoughts, prayers, and condolences to his family and friends. Uh, great to be here with you guys once again on WCW Retro. Uh, tonight's topic will be this great steel cage matches over the years. So looking forward to discussing it with you guys uh, later on in this show. Lots to talk about tonight. Um, a lot of things happening. Uh, we're on the eve of Hell in a Cell this weekend with WWE. A lot of stuff going on with that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to talking about the, the historic cage matches throughout the years and uh, its significance in the wrestling world for you guys. Um, before we get to the callers and uh, tough deal cage matches and so much more, I'd like to make a few announcements, if you will, uh, and plugs and shout-outs. Uh, first off, uh, October 24th, the Golden Ticket Cinemas, Illinois, North Carolina, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, a movie I'm starring in, Son of Clowns, which I stars Angus, particular film, will be playing at the Golden Ticket Cinemas in Lenore, North Carolina, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, October 24th. And uh, for more information, go to gtcinemas.com. That's gtcinemas.com. So if you're in the North, Lenore, North Carolina area, come out and show your support. And thank, thank you in advance for doing so. Uh, I star as the Chief in the Dust series, which is on Avail TV now. You can watch all three seasons at availfilms.com, A-B-A-I-L films.com. They're syndicated to Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire TV. And we'll be on that soon for season four in the coming years. Looking forward to that. So uh, check us out, all three seasons of the Dust series on Avail TV. Uh, it's going to be on set soon for The Devil's Daughter, uh, the Harlequin origin story, starring as Dr. Jeremy Arkham. In the upcoming film. And for more, more updates on that, go to facebook.com slash real devil's daughter. And I'm going to be in a horror film coming out next year called Stench of Iniquity. And more updates on that film, go to their Facebook, facebook.com slash stench of iniquity. Uh, check out Masters of Ring Entertainment at masters of ring entertainment.com. Fishing with special friends at fishing with special friends.com. Check out my friends, The Lost House, Lost in the Fun House. Rather podcast on YouTube with Greg Roblondi and Antler Hill. Show us some love on social media. Just type in Lost in the Funhouse podcast on YouTube to go to their podcast. Uh, shout out to my friends at IHW Wrestling in the Maritimes area in Canada. Uh, check out their Facebook and see what they've been up to. Facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. Check out all my family and friends at the Cauliflower Alley Club at caulifleralleyclub.org. For more info. Uh, and if you'd like to be a, a special guest on WCW Retro in the future, uh, send us an email, wcwretro at yahoo.com. We'll talk to you and have you on the show. Um, and for uh, my social media roundup, um, my official website is thestro.com, T H E S T R O.com, for all the latest on TV, wrestling news, and merch. The direct merch link. Uh, to uh, Papa Stro merchandise, and currently having Papa Wing merchandise in the month of October, is the Stro.com slash Stro merchandise at HTML. Uh, got Papa Wing merchandise for all ages, including pets. 
If you'd like to make a donation, even just to buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc., I thank you in advance of those who have done so. Much love and respect and appreciation for that. But if you'd like to make a donation, send it to me through my PayPal, paypal.me, M is Mary, E is and Eats, paypal.me slash papastro. All together is paypal.me slash papastro. I'm on Facebook at Stro the Maestro, Twitter at Sign the Stro, Instagram at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Stro Maestro. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Real Papa Stro. And uh, for bookings, for wrestling TV, news, merch, um, endorsements, commentary, seminars, speaking engagements, commentary. I mentioned that twice. <laughs> I do that a lot like these days. Uh, what have you? I do a lot all together. Uh, email me, strofoy at yahoo.com, S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. And check out all the great podcasts right here on DOCNation.com. Uh, for example, every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Shelly Martinez, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, in the room with Matt Grimm, Derek McDonald, and myself. Uh, Wednesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Wrestling with History, Bruce Wirt and Ken Resnick. And, of course, WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9, right here on VSNation.com. And plus, many other the great podcasts we got here on VSNation.com. Show support, and also show support on Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Nation And buy, buy our shirts today and uh, support VSNation.com. Uh, we have uh, all kinds of Nation t-shirts, including WCW Retro shirts and the shirt of yours truly. Of Papa Stroh's The Four Faces of Stroh So uh, check us out on Pro Wrestling Tees That's ProWrestlingTees.com Slash VOC Nation And I see the call is already lining up uh, And just a reminder Anytime you guys want to call into tonight's Live podcast and do so At 914-338-1885 That's 914-338-1885 And we'll, we'll be going Into a commercial First commercial and when we come back, we'll get to the callers and talk shop right here on WCW Retro. And leading a commercial, let's let's play some uh, Bret Hart. And we'll be back in just a few, folks. Stick with us. Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Can Resume. 
when I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Uh, welcome back to WCW Retro. Great to have you with us, guys, once again. Uh, lots to talk about tonight. And tonight's topic, once again, is steel cage matches. Uh, looking forward to dabbling in that. Um, also, another announcement I forgot to mention. Uh, this Friday night, tomorrow night, midnight Eastern Standard Time, at my official website, facebook.com slash Maestro, will be another edition of the Stro Zone. In which Friday nights, tomorrow nights feature will be the mummy. 
starring Boris Karloff, so please tune in. And with that, let's get to the callers. It's Steel Cage Night here in WCW Retro, so let's get to it. First off, okay, here we go, 84 area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. What's up, Papa Stroh? <laughs> brother, how you doing, man? Welcome back. It's how you been, doing? It's Velvet. Yeah, I'm good, man. What's up? Oh, man, great to be here, man. Let me mute my TV. Yeah, me too, man. Okay. I, I miss talking to you, man. <laughs> no, same here. It's been, been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know, I try to call people as much as I can, but it's been busy here at the house. We've had a lot going on, so, you know, it's like, ugh. Not bad, yeah. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, I, I know that yeah. feeling, man. Yeah, yeah, tonight, man, we're talking about steel cage matches through here, some of the the greatest oh, boy. steel cage matches. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's no, a hot there, topic. There's so stuff. many. You know, there's, well, there's they leave of hell in the cell, so I, I figure, what the heck? Yes, sir. Steel cage matches. But I agree with you. That's cool. Any right. uh, any, any of, good. Uh, steel cage matches of your favorite? Some of your favorites that come to mind? Uh, you know, uh, uh, obviously Ric Flair and Harley Race. I mean, you, you can't. Oh my God! Yes. Deny that one. I mean, that's probably one Star of the Kate biggest ones that ever happened. Oh my God! Probably one of the biggest Amazing. ones that ever happened in the business. You know, for wrestling business, Gene, for when it was the wrestling business. Gene Kanitsky's probably still cussing them both up for hurting his leg that night. The oh yeah. Body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably. Oh my God. <laughs> but you know what? You can't deny that that set the that set the bar. For pay-per-views, mm-hmm. it set the bar for how the business is going to turn into for later years, and it, it really did. It really pushed the envelope back Absolutely. then. Absolutely. And then, and then you know, then we had more great ones. But I think mm-hmm. we got to start with that one. That one's got to be like in the top five. If yeah, it's not yeah, one, it's, it's got to be so in right. the top five. Yeah. Cool, man. I mean, it, oh my god, it, it set the bar. It really did. You know, I, I, I simply get chills every time I watch that match. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time I go you know back what? and watch that match, I get chills. I do, too. And it's, it's like I, I know what's going to happen, but I still get lost in it. You know? Yeah. You still get lost. And you watch it for what it is. You're just like, you just sit still. I don't say nothing. Anytime I rewatch it, I don't even say a word. I just watch it. And I'm like, <laughs> with my mouth open, like, even though my brain knows, well, this is going to happen, I'd let it go and just watch it again, man. It's so great. It is oh, so God. great. And the commentating, too. Yeah, Bob Cottle and Gordon yeah. Soley. I mean, man, geez. Bob Cottle was – yeah, man, they were all over it. <laughs> Amazing. Know, they couldn't – it couldn't be – and the funny thing is, you know, <laughs> poor Gordon Soley was trying to get a cigarette break in there. <laughs> Before yeah. that match happened, he really wanted a cigarette break. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. Oh, my God. He was like, I got to get out oh. of here. And Bob's like, no, the match is going to start. You're too late. <laughs> right? And and Harley so Race, he was such a beast back then. Oh, my God. Um, dude, one of the best in the business. And then I'm going to tell you, it, it, to me, that feud could have gone on a little bit longer down the road. I know he was passing the torch to Ric Flair, but my thing is mm-hmm. because he ended up in the WWF at the time and became King Harley Race. All that. But if they'd have let, if they'd have kept him around a little bit longer, I think that 
it would have been that much stronger of a deal down the road. But you know, that's oh, absolutely. Me. I mean, I know he's fast. Remember the bounty? I get that. Leading, leading yeah, up to that case the, match. I remember the bounty, bounty he put on his, on his head? head? Yeah. Yep. I put Had a Dick, bounty Dick on Slater his head. Dick Slater and Bob Orton, remember? <laughs> Dick Slater yep. and Bob Orton were after Larry. Oh, my God. Yeah, way, uh, yeah. Dick Slater was always funny, though. <laughs> he, yeah, he, I got he's got the funniest. You look at him, he's madder than hell, but he's just a funny promo to me. But he's, like, trying to be really mad and funny. <laughs> Oh, you could tell he he loves some Uncle Terry Funk, man. He's all about Terry what? Funk. So later. Man, I tell you what, exactly. He's man, I tell you what, those were the days, man. It was so awesome. Yes, sir. So awesome. It's so were, man. I, I miss him. Man. Remember the, the, the segment where Flair came after Slater and Orton with a baseball bat? Yeah, that was funny. At, they were running. Oh my god! Like, hey. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. That's heavy. Well, that was pretty much the same thing as what happened with uh, Tim Woods. Mr. Wrestling had to come out with the baseball bat because they took his mask right. and ran away. Somebody, I forgot who did that. Somebody took his mask, but he, yeah. he had to carry his baseball bat with him. That right. Crazy. And then, and then, then, then that's when Mr. Wrestling 2 supposedly was injured, but he was actually out of the territory. And then he came back. That's right, yeah. later. Yeah, they they pulled an injury angle because he had contractual issues with another promotion that he had to go finish. But, you know. Right. And then he came back and they tagged him. That was so great. Came and saved him. But, uh, yeah, Tim Woods, we talked about him. He was a Tim great Woods amazing, worker. Dude. Great oh, my worker. God. And, you know, and, and nobody and Dick, realizes that today. Go ahead. No, no. And, you know, going back to Rick Flair, can you – Gosh, he's been in so many cage, you know. We talked about well, the year, man. Flair has been so many. Flair has been so many cage matches. I've lost count. So many great yeah, cage matches. I can't count. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and you know what? He was a consummate professional. He always. It didn't matter what was going on. If Rick Flair were Rick Flair was in the main event, you knew it was going to be top notch. It didn't matter no, yeah. where it was at in the world. He was he was going to put out the best effort every time. I mean, him and Dusty's been quite – Dusty Rhodes has been quite a few cases. Oh, yeah. That was, yes, they have. And I love his and, rendition uh, of, of – go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, I like, I like Flair's rendition of saying that, you know, everybody looked at Dusty and how big he was, calling the fat – you know, calling the fat man on that. He goes, that's on Guns to go. You want to go hour? We go yes, an hour. Sir. You want to go hour thirty? <laughs> you want to stretch it thirty more minutes? We stretch it thirty more minutes. You know. Yeah, you can do it, man. <laughs> Remember, he, was, he was doing cross bodies off the top rope and <laughs> dropped I it. I know. <laughs> yes, he was. Man, uh, you you amazing. His mind was. He had such a great mind for the business. He helped so many people, yeah, including God, yourself. Amazing. I just so many people. Amazing. You know, and I, I know I, there's I, I wrestlers a lot of out there that man, do, really. I know you do. I know you. And you know what's bad? You know, some people, there's haters everywhere you go, and there's just some wrestlers that don't like him. And, you know, I understand that. I mean, you're not going to be liked by everybody. But you know what? You got to give credit where credit's due. He helped build this industry. He helped helped some of the greatest talent in this industry, you know, including yourself. I mean, come on, man. Mm -hmm. If if he was a bad guy, none of that would have happened. Oh yeah, you know, none of that would have happened. No doubt. And whatever beef you had with the man, 
You know what? Let that thing go, man. That man has passed away. Let it go. You know, oh, it ain't yeah, that yeah. important. You know, I hear no. old, older folk grumble about I mean, it's over with, man. Come on. Oh yeah, you yeah, life's too short to carry a grudge. You're, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a lot of them do. You know, I mean, come on, just yeah. get over yourself. You know, if something happened there, you did something to yourself, and you're trying to blame it on somebody else. That you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, right. it just don't Absolutely. work that way. It don't work that way, man. Come on. Yeah, it just you know, he was a great guy, you know, but he was a straight shooter. You know, if he didn't like it, he didn't like mm-hmm. it. He told you straight up, that's, I don't like what you, I've heard him. I don't like what you did in that match. That was awful. <laughs> well, that's just, that's just constructive criticism. I mean, you know what I mean? That, right, but that you know what I mean? No, but he would also <laughs> grab you and tell you and say, let me tell you something, baby. You shouldn't have done that drop kick at that point. <laughs> but he would oh, yeah, but he, See, but that's but good, though. I mean, every, every locker room yeah. leader should do that. Undertaker's done it, I don't know how many times. The guy. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? You know, it's just great. It's, it's, I, I miss the fact that he's still, you know, that he's gone, and that knowledge. Yeah, me is, too. It, people, are still, people are still enthralled in his knowledge, but they're not using right. that knowledge. It's kind of like, okay, he's dead now. What do we do? No. If you ever got a great piece of advice from him, you should hang on to that. Yes. I mean, come on. That's, that's with any ring veteran and, and leader in law. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean you know, they're, they're just there to help. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you have been in the ring with some of the most amazing people in this business. You know, and you're friends bless, with man. a lot so of bless. amazing people. <laughs> right, you are. And you are. And, and, and the thing is, that you've taken something away each and every time you've been in the ring with whoever they are. And that's great, and you're still friends and, and talk to some of these people. That's that's what it's about. It's a brotherhood, and today there is no oh, yeah, brotherhood. It's all about me, me, me. <laughs> give me my damn money, you know. That's yeah. how I feel. It's yeah. all me, me, me. Give me my money. Get out my face. You know, right. I don't want to talk to the fans. Well, without the fans, guess what? <laughs> right. You ain't a you ain't guess a star. What? I'm sorry. That that, that ain't that yeah. a truth, brother. Well, we're all you know, in this business, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let's get back to Kate. Okay, yeah, right, man. Yeah, great, great conversation, man. Loving it. Yeah, steel cage well, night, guys. Let's get this fight to the steel cage pate here in WC yes. Retro. Uh, if you uh, will. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's been waiting. Here he is. The one and only Malcolm is back. Um, Malcolm, my boy. Can we have a little <laughs> bit of decorum, please? Yeah, Papa's true. I want to mention three matches I loved and one event that involved a steel cage that went on for years, especially in the well, 80s. Well, as long as it's steel cage matches, let's hear it. They are. Good, exactly. <laughs> the first one is 86 Roddy Piper in the Boston Gardens against Bruno Sammartino, which I thought was really good. It was on a Coliseum video. I don't exactly remember. Oh, classic. It was yeah, really good. That's cool. And then right. number two is Ravishing Rick Rude. He had the feud oh, with Ralph and Roddy Piper in 89-90. And Piper met him in a steel cage in Madison Square Garden. And, and yeah. the top, yeah, and landed on Piper. And Piper was shaking. I was talking to Roddy <laughs> about this. I was just acting. Yeah. I didn't, you know, because <laughs> I told him. And then uh, the third one, Halloween Havoc. 
97 at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada, and Hollywood Hulk Hogan defending his title against Roddy Piper in a steel cage. Those are my three nice. losses. And, and then my, my event is, I think, the greatest cage matches ever, uh, war games, wrestle war. I mean, Fall Brawl 97, when I told Ric Flair when that guy slammed, the NWO guy slammed the cage on his face, I said, Rick, I was hurting inside because I said, Rick, oh, I mean, I just... Oh, that night, Kurt Hennig, Kurt Hennig, the, the horseman? Yeah. 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 Wow. That, yeah, I, that, that was a He said it wasn't Yeah, I was real, there that night, man. I was there. You know, it, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was I, in heat I, there, buddy. Yeah. Scared the I, I look at Rick Flair's face and it scared the hell out of me. Just, just. I can imagine. <laughs> Yeah, man. Okay, we we got some more, man. Let's 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 do the steel cage party tonight on WCW Retro four seven nine area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hi, Stro. Hi, it's Granny. Granny. Welcome back. How you doing? Granny. Oh, I'm okay. Granny. Hey, everybody. Granny. Granny. You got a Granny <laughs> chat going already. Arkansas. <laughs> I'm in a uh, Daisy in Oscala, Arkansas, whatever it's called. On the opposite, <laughs> you don't know what it says. He's somewhere in Arkansas. Well, <laughs> I I live in, I live in Springdale, Arkansas. Okay, which is near uh, Fayetteville, which is you know anybody like college football. I'm near yep. the Arkansas Razorback country. You know, right. so well, nice. northwest <laughs> part of Arkansas. Woo pig suey. Woo pig suey. <laughs> Malcolm's in the part where they play banjos. <laughs> well, they banjos. probably hey, yeah. they probably did that in Eureka Springs during the um, folk festival and stuff over there in Eureka Springs, probably. So you know, they did oh, right a lot on. of that. So yeah. I'm just hey, glad hey, to be Brandy. on tonight with y'all. Thank you, Brandy. You got any cage matches of your some of your favorite cage matches you want to share with us? Well. I loved any cage match that had The Undertaker in it. Nice. Nice. You had some great ones. I mean, I can't I can't think of one just off the top of my head because I came in so late, you know, but I knew y'all were going to be. Oh, we're just talking about steel I mess- cage I, I, nice. Yeah, I just, oh. messaged, I just messaged my son. I'm waiting to hear back from him to see if he has any good suggestions. So oh, yeah, if I hear good. back from him. If I hear back from right him, I'll I'll share those with you too. So, thank you. Yeah, awesome. Fantastic. The steel cage night, right here in WCW Retro, man. We're on the eve of the Hell in a Cell pay per view this coming weekend, so we figured we'd throw some steel cage memories in for tonight. And and speaking of uh, steel cage party, we, we got Steve joining us. Professor yeah, Steve. Steve. Hey. Yeah, Professor how you doing? Steve. Uh, good. Um, yeah, some of my favorite cage or cell matches with Undertaker's and uh, the Mankind one ninety eight. I've rewatched that. Oh times. yeah. Uh, the one yeah, with uh, the first one, the first one with uh, Shawn Michaels too, because uh, Kane's debut was so epic. Oh yeah, yeah. He ripped the door well. off, right? That's when he ripped the door yeah. off. Yeah, that was nice. That was amazing. And. Uh, Tombstone. And Nick Foley, man, that was yeah. the night that he uh, escaped death. I don't know how many times. 
about four times. Unreal. Dude, he did. Listen, that man, he's lucky to be walking today, to be honest with you. Yes, sir. Good Lord. He's been through the war. Oh, man. Hey, Steve. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Steve, thanks for all the hard questions, hard hitting questions, sir. (laughs) I love Steve. Steve, Steve's a trip, man. He will come at you. He's awesome. He's awesome, man. I know. He got me the other night. On, he got me the other night, so I'm like, all right, he got me. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Steve yeah, is man. He'll get out in the grits and gravy of the topics. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, he said grits and gravy, baby. <laughs> yeah. More more gravy than grits, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm all about some gravy, man. <laughs> so I have my gravy tonight. I have me a... Uh, uh, what was it? A uh, country fried steak tonight for dinner, so I have my gravy already. Oh my God, killing <laughs> <Get with> me! <laughs> <laughs> well, the next time you listen, the next time you come to town, I will take you to get some of the. And they had oh the red rice. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, but it's so right, good. I gotta, stop. Oh, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Well, I'm taking <laughs> you with me. Don't worry. I got. I good. Yeah, I gotta I'm be quiet, with you, brother. I'm We talking cage matches. Steel <laughs> cage party. See you tonight. Yes. Yeah, man. What, any more favorites you got? Um, yeah, there was um, the Kurt Angle Chris Benoit one from 2001. Oh, I think uh, Kurt Angle did a moonsault in that one. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's the one Undertaker fussed him out in the back. It was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're trying to kill yourself. The Undertaker... Uh, the Undertaker Brock Lesnar cell match from 2002, No Mercy. Like I had that tape as a kid, yeah. and I'd watch it multiple times because it's just how brutal it was. Like the yeah, Crimson well, man. Oh, man. Yep. And Paul Heyman, like that was outside the cell. Oh, and, that was uh, brutal. Um, I tell you the. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, SummerSlam '94. Bret Hart Owen Hart is probably one of the better blue uh, bar cage matches. Yeah. yeah, that was Stop good. it. <laughs> I think what ones were funny what were funny to me were uh uh the ones that there was multiple. Uh when uh Boogie was uh wrestling uh Ivan Koloff and Ivan Koloff had the headgear on and they finally had yeah. the cage match and he ripped and he ripped the headgear the boxing headgear off of him and kept running him <laughs> in the cage and finally he started bleeding and oh my like, God. everybody was waiting on that. And then later on, it was uh, the great Kabuki, and I can't remember who his partner was at the time, but it was Boogie and Rufus. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Boogie gave Rufus the, the goggles because he broke his, and he got sprayed in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> like but that was a great cage match, too, because Boogie had You guys green remember the three cage Tower of Doom in the Great American oh, Bash? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. That was crazy, Oh, dude. that was crazy. Yep. That was nuts. Yeah, Gordon Jimmy really Garvin was. and Kevin Sullivan had the team. Yep. They were team captains, I believe, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, that was something I'd like to go back and see. I have to mark that down now. <laughs> Same, me too. Oh, man. That's, that, that, that was wild, a good man. one. I, yeah, that, I'm glad you remember that. That's cool. But you know what? We, yeah, I, You and I probably have forgotten more than we can think of. <laughs> 
A funny story I'll tell you real quick right. before we talk more. Uh, I was in a cage okay. match one time. I was in a cage match one time. It was a tag team match, and it was funny because uh, Jake the Snake Roberts and I were in opposite teams, and which, which, which is rare because usually we're on the same team, right? Right. And, right. Uh, and, um, and all four of us were going at it, right? And uh, mm-hmm. I think one of the guys in the match, Rico Rage, uh, well, he was on one side. But, oh, yeah, Brad Hunter. Yeah, that's him. Brad Hunter was uh, okay. actually stuck. Brad Hunter because his tight was hooked and he couldn't move and he was yelling help, right? So I climbed up the cage. And uh-huh. I mean, we started brawling. But while we were brawling, I'm un- unhooking his tight off the, the cage to, to protect body. him to, get him, to help him out, right? right? And while I was right. doing that, Jake Roberts, Jake, Climbs up and pulls my tights down as a rib, oh. and so I'm like, you know, you know, I'm mooning everybody, right? And I jump off the cage right. and I, I take I take off Jake's boot and start hitting hitting him with it, and I'm I'm and we're both laughing. I'm bloody and he's bloody. We're both laughing, and I'm like, you right. son of a bitch! <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's laughing, he's laughing, and I'm laughing. We're all bloody and oh my god, it was nuts. That's great. Oh, that's so I, I just, I, I like I just that. thought I'd throw that in there for you guys. Uh, Dr. Cool, Hollywood joined us, by the way. Mr. Hollywood, welcome to the Steel Cage Party, WCB Retro. Hello, um, Maestro. How you doing? Oh, great. How you doing, brother? Doing great. Uh, hello, um, Mike, Papa Stro, Maestro, and Logan, all my friends on the line. Hope everybody's doing okay. Doing great. Steel Cage Party Night, man. You got any Steel Cage matches of your favorite you want to share with us? Oh, let's do Steel Cage. Let me think on Steel Cage. Yeah. Okay, let me think. Um, I, I, go ahead. I know what he's going to say. <laughs> I got one. I got one. He's going to love this. Hmm. Uh, okay. Rick Flair versus uh, Hollywood Hogan in the cage match. Yeah. Rick Flair, you know, Rick Flair beat him for the title. Yeah, Mr. Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. Is that you, Malcolm? How you doing, right. Malcolm? Yeah. Right, that's a good one. With the help of Ari Anderson, with the um, how you doing, Malcolm? How you doing, my brother? I'm doing great. Oh, Ari Anderson, that's right. He did help. Ari did help him. Yeah, that was the night that yeah, he did. won back the title. Yeah. Yeah, some tire iron or something like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, then David Flair came in the ring. Uh, David Flair came. It was a total, total chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Rick Flair, Rick Flair, what is it, 17, how many times? 16 driving the World Series. It, it, it's, it's up there, man. 18 times? 18, 19? You know what, I'm sure there's some that and that's, aren't and that's not telling house yet. shows. <laughs> right? House show victory. Right. <laughs> exactly. 17 times. Hey, Rick, uh, boy, Rick uh, Flair, the hippie trip of the world. I got a, I got a question for you, Stro. Since he brought Go up David Flair, since he brought up David okay. Flair, uh, yeah. you probably would know. You probably would know the answer to this more than anybody else. Um, to me, it felt like David was pushed into the business, and he really didn't want to do it. And then he finally walked away from the business, and has been and never been back. I don't know if is it is was it regret. Uh, because his dad pushed him at an early age, or he just didn't want to no, do it. it. I don't know. 
No, no, no. David, David was a nice guy. He was a really, really cool. I know dude. he, he was. Really was. It's yeah. just, and it, it was just, it was just a simple case of he just didn't have it in him like his daddy did. He, he didn't have right. the passion for it like his dad did. Right. Okay. But he was a nice that dude, and you know, I mean, he was a nice guy. And and working working with him, WCW was great. I mean, it was, you couldn't ask for a nicer guy. Right. Right. That's a crowbar but, said. I just wanted to, to confirm that because I've had so many people say so many different things that I've asked the same question. And just, and I said, you know what? I'm going to ask Crow because he would know more than anybody else. Because you've been there with him. Yeah. And I, you know, that's cool. Yeah, he was a good, he was a good dude, man. I, hey, Crow, I've got one. Another one. Go for it, Granny. That's Granny Hollywood. Hi, Mr. Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, hello. I'm, I'm good. Um, Yes, we are. WrestleMania 28, Undertaker versus Triple H in the steel cage match. Wow, Ooh, that's nice. a great one. That's so, a great one. Nice. That, that, boy, that was a, a brutal match. That's a great one. Oh, my God. in that match. Oh, my God. Papa Stroh, I got the one for Granny. Shawn Michaels' promo was good in that. Yeah, Granny, was. I got one. Yeah, that, that was the one uh, after that match was when Shawn, Hunter, and – Taker kind of did like take a bow thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, Afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Granny, I got one for you yeah. if you want me to suggest it. Uh, you love sure. the Rock and Roll Express. What about the Rock and Roll I... Express against the, Anders- uh, uh, the Andersons in a steel cage? I think it was a great American That was American some Starcade, star right? The Starcade star one, right? It was so long. I think yeah. so. I think so. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good, that one. Was a good one too, Malcolm. Yeah, sure was. I was just trying to research, you know, some great matches, you know, and but was, uh, along those lines of segue, um, Ricky Morton and Ric Flair had some great steel cage matches. Yeah, oh, they, did. They, did. They, they actually did. They did. <clears throat> yep, they did. That's a great pick. Wow. Good stuff. That's great. That's a great one. I'm challenging Malcolm when he gets to South Carolina to a steel cage match. <laughs> you heard it first, Malcolm. Right here at WCB Retro. Steel cage match. You hear that, Malcolm? You hear that? Velvet slayed it down. Amazing Velvet. <laughs> I'm a smoker, Papa's girl. I ain't backing down to nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 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 That's right. I, I'll wear my chase me. <laughs> what a bomb deal. Um, no pun intended. What? Well, it's amazing. What a bomb deal. We're going to put that on Coliseum video. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get my v- VHS funny. ready for that. That's all. Right? Wow. <laughs> Get the Betamax out. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Wow. I really like the uh, I like the fight pit cage match this year with Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. I think that was a pretty oh, uh, I love that match. Oh my god, good that was cage so match good. Up. And Kurt Angle was yeah. referee. Oh, that was awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, good I everybody talking awesome. everybody talking smack about Riddle, man, but Riddle, Riddle's the real deal. Yes, he, yes, he oh, is. Oh yeah. Riddle's the real deal. They need to leave him alone, man. They they already ruined Keith Lee when they brought him up. They need to leave Riddle yeah. alone. Let him do his thing. Just let, 
Just let Matt be Matt, you know what I'm saying? Because he's going to be the star of the future. He's going to hold that right. company in the palm of his hands if you just let him. It, it, it's you like Stolf Ziggler, man. Stolf Ziggler's legit. More legit than people realize. Yeah. Oh, right. You know what? And, and I have a, and my thing with Dolph is, I think Dolph was talked into staying by the Miz, and I think he should have left. I think you know, and I understand the reason why he stayed. He's loyal. He, you know, he's got friends there and this and that. But I'm telling you, I think <laughs> look, he would probably. And look at the hurt business, man. You got a bunch of shooters with uh, Lashley. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And Shelton. And... But you know what? Yeah. MVP. 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 MVP is an MVP for getting those people back on TV when they were doing nothing and made stars right. out of all that of group's the amazing. That yeah, group's amazing. and they better not screw that up either. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. You know, I love it. I think That's... they have opportunities, and they need to stick with what's working, <clears throat> and those are the guys that are working. Remember the War Games okay. case match when Dr. Death pressed Terry Gordy over his head and did, like, reps? And he was bouncing yeah. back <laughs> off the top of the cage. I forgot about that. That was one. amazing. Wow. That was That's amazing. crazy. <laughs> Talk to Jeff Steve Williams. I forgot. I loved to watch him wrestle back in the day. Oh, he's yeah, so you strong. Did. He man. liked his booty. In, anybody that was like an all American in football and wrestling, that's a that's a tough hombre, man. Oh, yeah, he was no yeah, joke. He was. Ron he was no joke. Yeah, I like this fan work. Yeah, he was oh, no man. joke. God. That good. backdrop driver that With you put the in, man, it, it just make you cringe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dip. Head neck. Oh, my God. Yikes. I felt sorry for those guys. Um, the <laughs> you remember that time that, that Sid almost almost broke Brian Tillman in half of that powerbomb and the War Games match? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. That was, that was scary, man. I was glad Brian wow. was okay. Right. Yeah, his yeah, his problem was no joke. It's, it's, oh, no. J.J. Dillon with the Road Warriors gave him the doomsday device and wrapped to his shoulder. J.J. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> Dillon. That war game. Oh, man. Bless him. Says <laughs> this, I'm the ruler of the world. <laughs> Oh, what about oh god! What about the Thunderdome uh, match uh, at the yeah. Havoc with Flair and Sting and Uncle Perry and Muda? Yeah. Oh, what a match that was! Bruno San Martino was the referee. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah. Ole Anderson was the enforcer. Mm-hmm. Gary Hart at ringside. And uh, right, and that was the night that Great Muda put out the fire with his mist. Remember they caught yeah. fire the cage? Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, I think uh, wild, man. I think Bruno got a shot in there at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching two bobbleheads on TV. Bobbleheads. Gary Hart to throw the Gary Hart, man. I miss Gary Hart so much. There's man. There's a guy. He was a genius. Such a genius. That's my favorite manager yeah, I can of all to him time. Talk for hours. Yep, yeah, he was. my favorite manager of all time. All time. No one could say the great Kabuki like Gary Hart. <laughs> the great <Exactly>. Kabuki. 
And you can't mimic right? it either because he did it several different ways too. When you, you get in the ring with the great Kabuki. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad that MLW honored him a while back when they were in Texas with yep. the Von Erich boys. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's, MLW had a MLW had a good cage match too. It was kind of like War Games, and they had like the Von Erich boys in there, and, and I think Kevin got oh, cool. an iron okay. claw yeah. in there. Nice. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Yeah. That's so cool. They had some good case matches with uh, the Freebirds back in the day. Von Erich and Freebirds. Oh, that's right. That's right. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Ooh. You know what I like when Gary Hart during Driving the Arts and Great American Bash 88 for Freedom and that was really cool. All I heard Malcolm was uh, Ronnie Garvin. Who was who was wrestling? Well, Ronnie Stone. Garvin, he came in the ring uh, unexpectedly, and Barry Windham was battling Dusty Rhodes at the Great American Bash, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, yeah, that wasn't a cage match, Malcolm. That was that was his uh, match that him, uh, Dusty and Barry had in the bash. That wasn't a cage match. But speaking of Ron Garvin, uh, those case matches he had in Ric Flair, oh my gosh. I, I yeah. mean, Flair would talk about those. I remember that. Those, Flair remember would talk that. about those matches, and um, Flair oh. said it, it took him about a year to heal from all those chops that Ron Garvin gave him in the case. <laughs> okay. Hands of stone, Ronnie Garvin. Oh, man. He's tough, man. Yeah. Tough as, tough hey, as I've as got as one more stroke for you. Go for it. Go for it, Granny. <laughs> Starcade 1985, the I Quit match between Tully Blanchard and Magnum TA. Oh, I remember that, Granny Hawksman. I remember that. Yes. I quit. I quit. What a I match. <laughs> well, I was a big Magnum TA fan back in the day. I liked Magnum TA, too. I liked oh, the oh he was on fire back then. Oh, my God. Yeah. Belly, belly, souffle. Top of the world. Yep. Matter of fact, Magnum T.A. won the U.S. title from Chief Wahoo McDaniel in the steel cage. Wow. Oh, oh Granny Hooks, I met Magnum T.A. I got Magnum T.A.'s autograph. I met him in person. Whoa! Well, yeah. I'm, yeah. I met him in person. I've, 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 I've got an autographed picture of him that my son got off a, uh, an online auction that my friend Jason Jones was doing for Mid-States Wrestling Um Wow. I don't know when the picture was taken, but I never got to meet Magnum PA, but I w- would have loved to met him. I mean, Granny Hoss, let me tell you, let me tell you. When I met Magnum PA, I told, I said, I said, I said, oh my gosh, you Magnum PA, oh my God. I said, I remember you when you, um, on the I Quit match with Kelly Blanchard. And it, it, he was, he was really impressed by that. Because I was only 15 years old then. Wow. Speaking of Magnum PA, um, Velvet, we were just talking earlier about uh, Mr. Wrestling 2. Uh, Magnum TA and Mr. Wrestling 2 were a great team at one time in the Mid-South area. Yes, they were. Yes, they wow. were. I'm going to go back Absolutely. and watch Absolutely. Oh, wow. yeah. He's... Magnum TA was one of the top-notch guys in the business. I mean, yeah. he really was. Is he still alive? Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. I saw him. 
I saw him either this year or last year. He was doing conventions. Yeah, yeah. he was. I was supposed to meet him at Starcat at Caesar's Palace last year, but got fouled up, and I missed him. And I was, I missed Tony Schiavone too. I was really upset about that. I love Tony. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to get Tony before he got signed. I'm, I'm in the steel cage match that Jerry Lawler had with uh, Macho Man Randy Savage one time in Mid South. That was really good. Ooh, down in Memphis. I gotta Ouch. watch that. Mid South Coliseum. Ouch. <laughs> I got to meet Randy Savage's brother Lanny Papo one time at an autograph signing, and he mm-hmm. personally autographed. Hit one of his books, you know, that had the the poetry, you know, in it that he did, you know, his, his with all the poetry and stuff that he did, like when he was the genius, genius you know, and right. he personally gave me a copy of that book. Wow, that's, that's awesome. I mean, he was such a nice guy. I really enjoyed yeah, getting to meet him. Along those lines, Granny, uh, a few that hasn't been talked about very much uh, was uh, the feud between uh, Monster Man and Lanny Poffel and the Rock and Roll Express. And what a great oh, tag yeah. team that was. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I think Memphis doesn't get enough credit for how much wrestling went through there. No, I don't think they do. I think you're right, Steve. I don't mm-hmm. think they get enough credit for all the great wrestling they had back then. Man, the they had great stars. Great. I mean, they had big men. The Andy Kaufman had. angle. Well, yeah, but, oh, yeah. But, I mean, they had Bruiser Brody. Paul uh, Cameron, yeah. Big John Studd went through <clears> there at one point. I remember him. Ernie, Ernie Ladd. I mean, they, they, they had big some big cat, men. Yeah. And they had the big men, and then of course Jerry Lawler had to fight them all. I like when he fought King Kong Bundy. You know, it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely remember him. But there's so many people have gone through Memphis and and, became, and went on to be as great there as they were anywhere else. So I mean, you got to you got to tip you got to tip the cap to Lawler when he had when he had everybody going. He made everybody work hard. He made everybody yeah. look good, and he and he wanted you to be like him, and you had to go out and you had to entertain him, but you had to work hard. You had to work hard at your at your skills. Wow! So that's what I like. Yeah, I probably I probably met Jerry Lawler at least six or seven, maybe even eight times throughout the years when TCW was running and. When CWA was doing their shows, I, I've we've met Jerry Lawler so many different times um, throughout the wow. years. You know, such a great guy, and and I know the last CWA show that we were at in Maumelle, Arkansas, down by North, down by Little Rock, we got to meet Pork Chop Cash, and we got to meet uh, Junkyard Dogs and Michael Mike Carter, and he was a really nice guy. And that same show. Um, Davy Boy Smith's son was at that same show we got to meet too. And of course, I've met Miranda Gordy. I don't know. I, I, I'm friends with Miranda Gordy. I don't know how many times I've seen her wrestle, you know, and everything. And so. Wow, that's incredible. Oh, um, I got an old school cage man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, go for it. 
Let's go for uh, it. Logan. Let's hear it. Bruno, Bruno Sammartino and Stan Hansen. Yeah, oh, man, oh, that yeah. is a good That's one. a good one. I think uh I, I think if not mistaken they did an injury angle with the with uh Stan Hansen's Lariat. Oh one I don't know if it, I don't know if it was an angle, but I think they turned it into an angle afterwards. Uh yeah, like Bruno got paralyzed in the Oh well, yeah. Or no, he got he got he got his neck broke and then but he came close to being yeah. paralyzed is what he said. <laughs> And Hanson, wow. Hanson, he doesn't really know how hard he hits you with that lariat, honestly. Because I mean, when you oh my God. that thing, it's yeah, like... I think it was <laughs> it was like a basic wow. scoop slam after a lariat, and that was oh enough. Oh. Yeah, stay, uh, I remember Hanson yeah, larrying uh, Lex Luger so hard to Halloween Havoc that Luger went cross-eyed and fell to his butt. He didn't really fall; he just like, <laughs> landed. He knocked him so hard. Wow! Ah, uh, goodness! I got another one. Go Jim, for it, baby. Jimmy, Jimmy Stucco versus Don Morocco in the cage. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Classic. Classic. Uh, that yes, is a classic. sir. Yes, that is sir. A like the, uh, I like the story that Mick Foley hitchhiked to go see it, and you can actually see him in the crowd. Yep. Yep. He sure did. Yeah. That was the, that's the reason why I brought that can, one up. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, mean, I know Morocco is a big guy, but can you imagine the guy of Jimmy Stucco's size? Uh, flying off the top of the cage. I'm coming at you, right? Oh, and the impact that would make. You know what Great. I mean? Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Both uh, Morocco and Snucker were two big guys back then. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yep. Foley saw that match, and he started taking leaps off the roof in his backyard onto mattresses. It was He was telling me that. I was like, that was so cool. You know? Yeah, the infamous tape. Start throwing his body on on the ground. That's what it means. Start doing that, as Cactus Jackie told me. So, well, he was doing love in the tape. I liked him better as Cactus Jack. I thought when he was well, like I mean, WCW. I mean, everybody does, Malcolm. I'm yeah. just saying he was doing love in the tape. Oh, I I know I know, and he was he was mankind too. He's you know I met him. He was signed a picture of three faces of Foley. But, you know, getting back to Stan Hansen, you know what? I love Papa Strike. Till I met Stan Hansen at StarCast for the first time last year, and he had the bull rope with him, and Medusa was right next to him. And I was telling Stan, I loved Halloween Havoc 90 when Tony Schiavone was interviewing you, and you're spitting at Shaw, and Jim Ross says, we got to get a ring <laughs> for Tony. I mean, I was laughing. Stan Hansen was laughing when I said that, too. <laughs> you, know, you know, Medusa, Medusa would, like, when she was, like, used to be in the corner of Rick Rude, she would, like, get involved in the matches, almost like, uh, just, I mean, wrestling them, but just, like, wrestling the tag team, just like when Sherry Martel was uh, being the corner of Rick Flair, you end up wrestling both Sherry and Rick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Crazy. Didn't Sherry and Medusa meet in the AWA way back in, like, 86? Oh, yeah. Or- sure yeah. did. So, yeah. Yeah, she was great. I don't really like the ladies' matches. I, I told a lot of lady wrestlers, the glow girls and everything, but I like them, but I really like Piper and Hogan and Savage and Flair. And well, me, hey. And that's who it is. And, uh, so. since, since we're talking about ladies, uh, I'd like to mention this before I get off. Uh, Akira Hokuto versus Bull Nakano, 1992, yep. July 1992 cage match. Yep. From all Japan women. I was getting ready to beat that up. You beat me to it, Steve. Oh. oh, 
Good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah, that's Sorry a great pick. That's really there. great but, uh, that's, that's yeah, a great pick. Um, I believe uh, Hokuto got a missile drop kick in before she escaped. So, yeah, definitely a brutal matchup. That's awesome. <clears throat> I got to throw this in there, too, um, on the topic of ladies. Uh, and this is a prop to the newer generation of lady wrestlers. Uh, I, I got to get my hats to Charlotte and Sasha Banks for the hell oh, of yeah. they were at. Man, those ladies worked their butts off. Yes, they did. Yeah, that was a pretty You're one. right. I was at Big Time Wrestling one time in 2008. And Davina Rose, that's born. She was just real young and took on a lady almost as big as Bull Nakano. I think that was one of the best ladies' matches I ever saw in my life. Uh, and I saw it live, too. It was just great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, Bailey and Sasha, the hell themselves, this coming weekend. That should be really good. I don't know who to pick. I like them both. I met them both. Did anybody bring up? Did anybody bring up the Tully Blanchard Magnum TA at Starcade '85 yet? That yeah, was a good one. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know. I was just thinking about that. I thought you did. Yep, cool. I did. Very amazing. good match. Good. That's a very good match. Sure was. Yes. Yes. My family is driving me bananas. <laughs> they are. are they? I, I tell you, they uh, what they're watching the bobbleheads, which is Trump and oh, okay. and uh, Biden, and they're playing a drinking game. And one of my brothers has already that passed be, out. That should be a cage. That should have been a cage match. <laughs> right, that should have been a cage match. Hair versus hair. Well, neither one of them got hair, but you know. <laughs> oh. Well, Trump's well, got, got more up. hair than Biden does, but well, you know. yeah, because he's got a toupee on. He's got a toupee. I know, got, I know. The other one's got, you know, a well, tight haircut. You wouldn't. I'll do it. In fact, he did win his last hair versus hair with Vince McMahon. Yes, he so. did. Yes, he did. <laughs> but they're 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 one's passed out. Two of them are still standing, and my sister says, "I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to work." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's great. It's a lot. Thanks a lot. Good stuff, man. Yeah, they're killing me, man. Oh, they goodness. just they're all over the map with this. That should have been a cage match for real though. <laughs> no doubt. Let them go just let them go at and, it. You know what I mean? Eddie bar the door. And then and no, and then you and then you put Velcro on the door and they can't figure out how to get the door open. How do you That's work hilarious. this stuff? It's like on your shoes. <laughs> no, you got no, Velcro no. shoes, for goodness sake. <laughs> you know, I know this match is a good talk. Well, sometimes it gets talked about, but not enough, I think. What about this big man and Steve Austin in the cage? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He some abuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He took a beat. He earned it. He's funny, man. Mad respect for Vince. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. my God! He, yeah, he took a he took a lot of beatings. I mean, <laughs> that was really good. I was really surprised. How good no, it was. he was one. Of, oh, it was a very good match. It really was. It, you're right. You're right. No, all jokes aside, that was good. 
Papa Stroh, Steve Austin is one of the funniest personalities ever. I'm serious. I mean, with some of the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you said. <laughs> whatever you said, buddy. You, you, you were just talking about talking about Steve Austin, and you cut off, and we couldn't hear the rest of what you were saying. No, so we're, we're like nodding our heads. I was saying Steve Austin is one of the funniest personalities ever. Some of the stuff and annex he pulled in the ring is just great. Oh, you know, man. When he was this, Steve was Stone amazing, Cold. Man. Yeah. That's amazing. I'll never forget, we're at the Oakland Coliseum Arena, and I'm painting the little kids' faces up to look like Sting like mine, and we're at the Great American Bash Tour at the Oakland Coliseum Arena, and Steve's taking a van hammer, heavy, heavy metal van hammer, and no, out of nowhere, Mike yells at E to Lady Blossom, hey, show us your T-I-T-S. And everybody went, Steve Austin, <laughs> the referee stopped, Van oh, Hammer, everybody was laughing on the ropes. I mean, I never Oh, my God. That was totally unexpected. And then the security guy came uh, out. Uh, <laughs> oh, my all the Bay Area fans uh, yeah. just jumped on this security guy. Get off his back. That was so cool. Like, my uh, <laughs> like a hero that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Granny. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Granny was. <laughs> Granny's here with us, Malcolm. <laughs> I'm not offended. I'm, you know what, Malcolm. You know what, Malcolm. I, I am not offended because I tell you, I have heard so many things throughout my life. I mean, that little thing did not bother me at all. So don't, don't apologize. It's, it's okay. Oh well, Granny. Well, it's okay. If it's good, Granny, then it's all good. So don't worry. That's right. It's all. I wasn't. I wasn't offended. I mean, I used to watch Tommy Snow. I used to watch Tommy Snow in the ring at these independent shows that I would go to here in Arkansas, and he'd come out with Nugget, you know, and stuff, and and he'd get in the ring and he'd put his hands behind his head. He'd say, he'd say, yes, officer, and. Then he'd go up and he'd he'd go to his opponent and he'd grab the guy's chest and he'd go booby booby booby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Velvet! Oh, did I tell you about the yeah. time I saved Tank L.A. Tank's life one night? No, we did were. You really, I seriously. No, we, okay, go ahead. I was going to say we were in the War Games match, right? And he okay. was in the opposing team. <clears throat> you know, wrestling the team I was on. Okay. And. Uh, Turns out, one of the cages wasn't, like, tied on too well. Oh, and no. He, <laughs> he went up against the cage, right? And, uh, and hanging halfway out. The cage, and, and the cage was, like, falling down, right? <laughs> you, you oh, know, my. Whatever, whatever you, they tied the sides of the cage on snapping, right? And he was oh, going no. down, and he's, like, yelling, help, right? <laughs> I literally grabbed him by the tights and and drug, pulled him back in. And I said, "You're not going to die on oh, me tonight." Wow. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh wow! I That's just crazy. Of, I just thought of another great case. Oh match. my god! <laughs> the world's greatest Royal Rumble. I think it was in Saudi, right after WrestleMania, and it was uh, Brock Lesnar 
defending his title against Roman Reigns, and Roman put he dove into Brock Lesnar and knocked it the whole cage, the whole side of the cage down, and 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 Lesnar won because he hit the, the floor first. And I, I I was saying to myself, why didn't why didn't Roman Reigns just dive through that that cage and he wouldn't won would have won the title that night. <laughs> <clears throat> Good point. Very good point. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> He's back. He I just went and see, that's what you I get for saving LA show. Tank's life. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get for saving LA Tank's life from him. Oh, God. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, now, now, Malcolm. You know the real reason why and Papa Stroh is going to get mad. He's either going to get mad or laugh. <laughs> Hello. Um, um, do you know why they made the blue cage Hello? with the big holes in it? You mean the monkey bar cage? Yeah. Do you know why they did that? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Are you here? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, yes. good. good. I can hear you. <laughs> Uh, some technical difficulties. I don't know if I laughed myself oh, okay. off the show or is Blog Talk messing with me tonight. No, I think you laughed yourself off the show. <laughs> well, probably a little bit of both, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I, you, say, no, I wanted to tell you that story. I saved Tank's life that night, though, in the cage. That was so awesome. And you laughed and you disappeared. <laughs> yeah, man. Brutal. But, Malcolm, getting back to that, do you know the real reason why they made that cage? No, I don't. Because Hulk Hogan couldn't climb a regular cage with his big monkey feet that he has. And so they had to make it so where he could actually climb the cage and go (laughs) over the top. I didn't know. He had huge huge feet, okay? He was a big dude. He had like a size 18 triple E foot. You're not sticking out in a little tiny hole of a, K, a real fence. Right. He couldn't get any grip. He'd fall down. Yeah, but Andre, Andre had big feet, too. He took on Hogan, I think, it, was it in the summer of 88? They had a match against each other. It's not a college yeah, but that, video. That was, but that's before they did the, the either go, going over the top and hitting the floor or going through the door. They had real cage matches where you got, it was pit submission or pinball in the ring inside of a steel mm-hmm. cage. That I just changed thought of another, years later. I thought of another good one. Uh, Dave, uh, Dave, I just thought of another good one. Uh, okay. I forget what it was, but it was the Honky Tonk Man and the Heart Foundation against um, uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage and uh, and Strike Force. Um, was, oh, it yeah, yeah. was it the steel cage? Was it the steel cage? Yeah. I'm talking to Randy Savage about it recently. <laughs> That was one of the coolest matches ever, I, Randy. I was going to say, if it wasn't a steel cage, I'm not going to talk about it. It was a steel cage. No, it was a steel cage. I couldn't believe it. We're not talking about ice cream matches or any other stuff. Uh, it's a steel cage. Ice cream? You know, mm. You're yeah. a six-man <laughs> Right. Oh, man, that's so good. Yeah, it's great. I love cage matches. Yeah. I've only been in a couple. Amazing. I'm thankful. Thankful. I've only been in a couple, which is great because the TLC I, I, I match just beat the crap story. out of me. 
<laughs> I got to uh-huh. tell you a funny story about a cage match one time. I was in a cage match <laughs> with Shane Douglas, right? Yeah. And, oh, uh, I, you told and, me this. I'm uh, going to be quiet. Some, this is great. This is great. Oh, this, uh, and we had some good match. We've had some good matches together, Shane and I. I love wrestling, Shane. Um, well, during the, during this particular cage match, <laughs> and matter, as a matter of fact, Sandman was watching from the outside, right? Um, I, I, I snuck Dorothy in the cage, right? And he put her on the top rope. And uh, Shane went to get up, and as he got up and turned around to face me, I I pushed Dorothy off the top rope like she gave him a cross body, you know what I mean? And uh, Shane called Dorothy. And up to that point, Shane hasn't really seen Dorothy. He knew, knew of Dorothy, but hadn't seen her face, right? He sees her right. face, and and up to this point, Shane's like a straight-up, straight-edge guy. You know what I mean? We're cool, calm, collective, right. right? He sees Dorothy and freaks out. <laughs> he just freaks out. He runs to the door, gets out of the cage, and doesn't come back, right? And then I'm I'm laying there in the mat, and if it weren't for the makeup on my face, I'm in tears laughing, right? And uh, the referee, <laughs> referee comes to me and asks, is he coming back? And I look, I'm, I don't think he is, right? And, and Sandman's, Sandman's watching. He's, like, losing it, right? Oh, my God. And I, I, just, I, I, I never thought in a million years that would happen, though. Oh, my God. It was, it was hysterical. I remember you telling me this story. We had a great laugh about that in the locker room. It was awesome. Oh, man. I, I wish you were there, though. But, oh, God, I wish you guys were there. Oh, I wish I would have been. Been, been. I'd have been on the ground. Oh, no, that something was great. Papa oh, Shirley, did Dorothy get her out of franchise that night? <laughs> she didn't get a chance to. The franchise went out the door. <laughs> and I came back in. He ain't coming oh. back. <laughs> hey, where's he? Hey, Pompastro, where's he stay? Where's he live at? Do you know? I guess he's still up in you know where he's from originally from you know the Pittsburgh area where he's from. Okay, in Pennsylvania, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's right, a cool, cool dude, man. I love Jane. Yeah, Jane's only many cool. once. I've met him five times and he's great. He's, he's awesome, dude. I mean, what a wrestling legend, man! I mean, he's done a lot. Oh, absolutely! Yes, he has. Yes, he has. The dynamic dudes. Yeah. And he, you know, he's, Johnny Reese. He's been in. Johnny yeah, he's been in great uh, steel cage matches too, man. Yeah, himself. <clears> Shane yeah. Douglas. Oh yeah. Yeah, Dave. Yes. Remember Papa Stroh, Dave? Remember. When Jim Cornette was in charge of the Midnight Express and the Dynamic Dudes, and they're getting in argument with each other. It was great. Yeah. That was actually a pretty good feud. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. I knew yeah, Cornette. And he had a great team, team with uh, Ricky Steamboat at one time was a good team. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, they beat, um, was it uh, Steve Austin and Brian Pillman? Barry Wyndham started that. Hollywood Blondes. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they got started as the Hollywood Blondes. Ricky Steamboat, Shane Douglas. That was 93. And he was definitely one of the legends to help put ECW on the map. I mean, ECW original. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I met Francine Fournier at the Hollywood show, and she signed a picture. Chris Candido's on there, Shane Douglas. Chris Candido. Oh, I miss Chris. Shane Douglas signed it for me. That was a cool picture that I had. 
Francine was real nice, though. I was real, you know, I didn't know much about her, but she was telling me all about it. You know, I didn't I didn't know that much about ECW. I totally didn't watch that many matches from ECW, but... Yeah, you know, she like triple threat, the triple threat in ECW, right? Him, Bigelow, yeah. and Candido? Yeah, Bam Bam. Uh, I, uh, Chris I'm friends with Don. I was friends with Don Marie from ECW, but the funny thing is, oh, the only okay. reason why, the only reason why is because my wife's name is Don Marie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. She goes, uh, oh, you, you guys. She goes, y'all are cool. Your wife has the same name. We can be friends. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm still friends David with her on get, Facebook. I still talk to her every now and again. David, you get awesome. tired of one guy, Marie can jump to the other. <laughs> oh, Lord, stop it. I'm glad I got yeah. earbuds in. I'm glad That's I have earbuds in. I don't, I don't need anybody hearing anything. I got to run. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got kendo. Listen, Malcolm, you'll find out when you get here. I have kendo sticks in my house, okay? I got one at the okay. front door. All right, two at the front door, one inside, one outside. There's probably another one hiding around here somewhere. So, you no, know, I knew. I learned how to run quickly. <laughs> hey, can I take and a picture with a kendo stick? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I never held a kendo stick. Another fan man used to hold one. Uh, That's right. You, when you get here, you get to witness training. You get to ri- witness everything we do. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna you live. With, you know you're gonna be down the street from me, so it's all good. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy being around you guys. I really am. Out in the country, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> nice and quiet. Nice and quiet. You gotta get used to it. Might, yeah. it might make Charleston's me a quiet. great town too. Charleston's <laughs> a great town. It might make me quiet. Hey guys, listen. I'm up. Go ahead. Oh, I've got my son Anthony conferenced in with us. I think he had a steel okay. cage match. He wanted to mention. Anthony, go ahead. Yeah, go the, for uh, it. The steel cage match between Magnetia and Tully Blanchard. I quit rules for the NWA Television Championship. I yeah, mentioned I mean, that one that earlier, one. Anthony. I already it's got that. Good. You got another one? It's still good though. You got another one? Dusty Rhodes versus Ric Flair, Starcade '84. Nice, nice. That's a good one. Good one, Anthony. That was good. That was a really good match. Any more cage matches? Pull the Steve on that. (laughs) And for those of you that don't know, this is my son Anthony. I know I don't I I don't know if any of you have ever talked to him or not on this podcast, but this is my son Anthony. So. Hello, Anthony. Hello. Yeah, I remember Anthony last time he was on the show. Yeah. Yes. He did an impression of was it Randy Savage? I forget. Well, he's, he does Randy Savage, he does Hogan, he does Flair, he does Ron Simmons, he does uh, James Storm. <laughs> Ron he, Simmons. I love Ron Simmons. No, we got to hear the James Storm. Got Do your James yeah. Storm, Anthony. Yeah, Cowboy James Storm. Sorry, that's so damn luck. <laughs> oh, that's good. Malcolm, you yeah, got that, some that, competition, that brother. 
competition. Yeah, Anthony, I'll give you mine. Bro, oh, man, how about your damn luck? I did that for Cowboys. <laughs> Oh, Y'all a trip. Y'all a trip. Doing it like yeah, me. definitely. Oh, <laughs> I, I wanna to That's great. <sighs> now you wanna Malcolm, if you wanna impress me, yeah, give me some D Lo Brown. <laughs> D Lo Brown. D Lo Brown. You can't do it. You can't do it. I'm working on a guy I met three times. He's one of the nicest guys I ever met. And I told him I want to learn the impression of Shawn Michaels. I love Shawn. Oh, Lord. He is so nice. That's hard. That voice <laughs> is hard. I'm <laughs> telling you, hard. that's hard. But, but Shawn told, told me last time I met him, Shawn Michaels, because Malcolm, if anybody can do an impression of me, I'll bet you can do it if you work at it. That's hard, dude. That's that's hard. That, that I one was that right difficult, now. I think. You have to practice that a lot. <clears throat> yeah. But Sean, but anyway, like, okay, <laughs> you'll get it. <laughs> you will get it, sir. You can do it. Yeah, just like the little little train says, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Oh, he's he's doing yeah. that right now, driving his car to get here. So don't don't, don't give him any more problems. <laughs> <laughs> He, every time he calls me, he goes, hey, Dave, I hate this car. You think I can sell it somewhere? <laughs> I'm almost there, Dave. I'm in Montana. Right? <laughs> in about three days, he's going to call. He's going to be, I'm in I'm in Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> Is that close? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're going uh, the wrong direction. I got another invitation for you guys. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Papa Stro, you don't want to drive that car, that Raider car in Kansas City. Is that your, imp- is, is that your impression? <laughs> yeah. I'm late for the impression. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> oh, Wade Barrett, yes. Love Wade Barrett, man. Anthony, do your whole, do your Hulk Hogan one really quick Uh-oh. that you do. Yeah. Oh, no, let me tell you something, mean Gene. <laughs> I love nice. it. Nice. I'll give you my Wade Barrett. We need a pee little bit of decorum, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> you know it's great. Uh, he's, uh, you know, I, I hear that um, Wade may be trying to come back, back in action soon. I yeah, hope so man. He's, he's been doing commentary with NXT. Right. He's been doing commentary. Good. With NXT, I hope he so. gets back in the ring, man. He's a great worker. He's a great heel. I'd like to see him and Cesaro and Sheamus either get back together or have a feud. Either way, I'd be happy. Yeah, you guys are and talking about it. I don't know if you heard, too. We've, we've got a new NWA World Champion in the Pope. Oh, yeah, blah, 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 Okay. We have a new World Heavyweight Champion for the NWA, the Pope. That's right. Did anybody hear that? <laughs> I did. I yes, I did. I heard I'm that. One, I'm the only one that cares, man. All. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. I care. I know you do. I'm picking. I ain't talking about I know brain. you are. Don't hook up on me right now. Come on. No, and, and, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I believe they got a new um, 
I don't know, national champ, I believe. I forget who it is. Um, but they, oh, yeah, they I crowned didn't know that. Two new NWA champs. Okay. Past okay. Week, yeah. But I know the Well, I hope the they get back to. I, I hope they get back to getting back on having their TV show and all that. It'd be nice. They were yeah, they were doing good. You guys were talking about Dolph Ziggler earlier, and I told yeah. Hulk Hogan it's about two years ago. I told him I think Hulk the Dolph Ziggler reminds me a lot of Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning, the way he wrestles. You know. I, it just there's a lot of comparison to both of them. I just, I think the swag is what you see more than anything. I think his swag is like it like his in certain instances. Well, when he's he's in like a a battle royal or something like that, he's he's outside the ring. That Kurt Henning used to do a lot of that. You know, balance outside the ring, and then you think you were going to throw him out, and then he'd get back in. Dolph Ziggler does the same thing. You know, and it, you know like been doing battle- the Mr. Perfect videos here lately. Um, Bianca Belair has been doing a lot of those Mr. Perfect like videos, and she's been like out oh, really? everybody at games and stuff. Yeah, now she's on oh, wow. SmackDown. You know, Randy Savage loved Kurt Henning. He even did a raps. He did a rap. Oh, I love um, I love Kurt Henning, man. He's great. I love. Kurt yeah, I did too. He's awesome. He yeah, man. Song on his rap album about Kurt Henning. Well, he did. He was the West Texas Outlaws, man. West Texas Rednecks. Right? Yeah. 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 Seen rap yeah. crap. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Was very Bobby Duncan Jr., Wyndham. Barry Windham. Yeah. Kendall Windham. Yeah. Uh, I hate rap. Rap is crap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like country music. I like country girls. <laughs> I was laughing that fucking. They're feuding with the No Limit Soldiers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Master P. They even got a WCW in '99. The the CD. That's funny. God, that's funny. What stuff. you guys think about uh, the um, idea of WWE possibly doing a war game? I mean, not War Games, but uh, World War Three uh, pay-per-view using uh, 20 superstars from Raw, 20 superstars from SmackDown, and 20 superstars from NXT in a 60-man uh, battle royal. Oh, let's oh. do it. I want to see it. Let's go. I'd like to see that. I, like, well, I, like I know the WCW version through the years was, was pretty interesting because they would like uh, – to put uh, people in two different battle worlds, they would like actually team up people randomly in different teams. You remember that? Where you would, you would, you would make, and, and and sometimes you would put a villain against a hero as a team. <laughs> so, and I remember the very first battle bowl uh, that they showed uh, from Star Trek right, ninety one. That's a classic, Anthony. Oh God, a stinking Jim Jim Garvin and Michael Hayes were on opposite teams that night. <laughs> That's right. And Abdullah the Butcher attacked, uh, uh, was it, that state trooper, uh, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker, he's beating him out to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's funny. <laughs> that night. He thought he was Mick Foley's partner, and then he found out Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker was his partner. He rammed him into the 
locker and start beating him with a broom. <laughs> keep throwing him out. Lots of those matches. That's uh, funny. I was on, on quite a few shows for Haku when he was known as Ming was wrestling Virgil, right? And the whole the whole match was him chasing Virgil all over the building. It was terrible. That's funny. That's funny. I'd go back and look that one up now. <laughs> yeah, Papa Shirley, how come Rat Boy wants to fight Virgil? Virgil's one of the nicest guys you could meet. Like, he gave me this real nice... Oh, um, I, I got to tell you a funny story about Rat Boy and Virgil. Oh, my God. We're in New Jersey, right? <laughs> uh, we're promoting VOC Nation. We're at this convention. And uh, Rat Boy has this cardboard championship belt. And, and Virgil has this, like, million-dollar belt on this table, right? And uh, and he shows up, he comes up to Virgil, right? And he says, uh, let's do it, man, title for title, right? <laughs> Virgil looks at him, looks at his face, he's like, get that piece of crap off my table. I could do a really good imitation of his former business associate. Ted DiBiase? Yes. The Million Dollar Man. Everybody's got a problem. The Million Dollar Man. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Ted's awesome, man. I love Ted. Yeah, I I met Ted DiBiase. I said, that was a great laugh. You would have been made a great villain like on a superhero TV show until Ted. That was the best laugh ever. I'm serious. Oh, God. I tell you, you got some competition there, Malcolm. Oh, I see. Yeah, you did, Malcolm. Well, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. Bill Bill Watts mixed out. I remember. He had the loaded glove. Remember, he had the loaded glove deal back in the day, and I mean, he would just be knocking people out with the loaded glove. Oh yeah, to be awesome. You ready oh, for this one? Yes, yeah. for this one. Every girl got have a bone to chew on. Oh, JYD, yes. JYD. So best. I never got to meet him. I, I, I got to tell you a funny I rib that JYD story. pulled on a... When we met Junkyard uh, Dog first. Anthony, yeah. let's, yeah, throw talk. let's throw talk first. Go ahead, no, Stro. Anthony, tell yours first. I'll tell mine after yours, Anthony. Go ahead. Tell yours first. Okay. When me and my family met Junkyard Dog's son, I did that imitation of his dad for him, and he said that that brought back so many good memories for him to hear that. And two days after the event that we met him at, I got a friend request from JYD's son. And I told my mom about that, and she was salty as a pretzel. Even though she I was not. I was not. Anthony, why do these people? Salty as a pretzel, baby. I like that. Salty as a pretzel. Hey, I'm just staying back because she ended up having to send him a friend request, and it took him almost a week or two to reply to it. Well, he's a busy man, Anthony. He's a busy man. I didn't think anything about it. you got to remember who you're talking about. Because he sent me one and not you one. Oh, hush. <laughs> See what 
hey guys, see what I got to put up with for my own son. I mean, you know, between him and my husband, I don't stand a chance. Between him and my husband, I don't stand a chance. And this boy here is trying to get me to turn. This boy's trying to get me turn granny to turn heel, guys, and it ain't happening. Hogan turned heel. Hogan turned heel. I don't care about Hogan turning heel. Granny ain't turning heel. Now tell your story, Stroke. Let's change the subject. (laughs) Let's get back to the the, um, the decorum. Yeah, decorum, please. (laughs) Yeah, you guys need decorum. Where's my gavel? (laughs) Yeah, where's your gavel at, Stroke? You might need one. You might need one. It was somewhere in the Midwest, right? And I was on the show with JYD, and this guy I, I found I was wrestling that night. Uh, he had the typical mullet, you know, 80s look and all that. Just, But he was, like, running his mouth. Just being a real jerk, right? He laid his drink on the table and left. With JYD winks at me, looks at me, says, brother, don't worry. I know what to do. And, and left, I said, okay. And I said that. Well, Later on that night, I'm waiting for the guy who's supposed to wrestle, right? And he, he's coming out, you know, his typical 80s stuff, high-fiving, kisses, babies, and hugging people and all that. And all of a sudden, he stops in the middle of the aisle, holds his butt cheeks, and streaks to the back and doesn't come back out. He stays in the bathroom, right? <laughs> and he stayed there all night, even after the show was over, right? And we're walking oh by the, uh, lock, the the bathroom. He's still in the bathroom. He's like, oh, Turned out JYD had spiked his drink with something. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh man! I found that out later. I was laughing so hard. Oh my god! That's what he meant by you know I know what to do, right? You know. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, moral of the story is never leave your drink unattended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You never know who's gonna spike it <laughs> and with what. <laughs> no. Oh, unbelievable. I never, I never got to meet JYD, but I was at the Arco Arena in '88. He was wrestling somebody. I forget her. I think it was Dino Bravo or somebody like that. And um, JYD, he's coming by me, and he, he I'm, I'm, I'm uh, waving at him. He gave me a high five and winked at me. Really as I ever came to meet him. I never got to meet him. Oh, cool. Right on. That's interesting. You know, the best <laughs> match I think he ever had, Papa Stroh's WrestleMania 2, him and Tito Santana against the Funk Brothers with Jimmy Hart. I mean, the, the I'll, all three, four of those guys were moving. They made JYD move faster than he used to move. Arriba. He moving real slow, you know. Really? Yeah, Tito. Tito, the Funk Brothers, Tito, those guys would move, and JYD didn't, didn't move that fast. And, you know, he got involved in that yeah, tag team. Woo. He was moving faster than he normally did. You know, so. That's interesting. Yeah. <sighs> Good stuff. Is there anything um, you guys like to plug tonight? Feel free. I'll let everybody go first. 
Dick Hornby. Well, yeah, you're yeah, everybody because not everybody else is like hanging out. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah. Go ahead. No worries. Okay. No hurry. Well, I'm go- I'm in. Osco- I think it's Oscola, Arkansas. <laughs> Osceola. Okay. I think it's pronounced Osceola, Malcolm. Osceola. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. I- I'm a rookie, Granny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving. <laughs> okay. Just told me that on Beale Street in Memphis, I'm headed to Memphis, that... Uh, Jerry the King Lawler's restaurant is there, and Chad says he's there sometimes. So I'm like, I'm going to go to his restaurant. I'm hoping I'll get to meet him. And if I do, I'm going to tell him about Rex in this show, and uh, I'm going to tell him about my problem with the quorum, too. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I, heard, I heard that. Yeah, and then... Uh, and then right next to it, Chad says there's a Schwab's drug store or something like that. This <laughs> just in. Malcolm's going to Memphis. In <laughs> Papa's Grove, I get a chance. I may go by Graceland where the fabulous Rouge oh, yeah. is. And uh, Jimmy okay. Hart took that time in WWF magazine. I'd like to do that. So, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Jimmy that I'm so sorry I held that Raider stop, flag. Up. I held that Raider flag up, taking the picture with the monster at the CAC, and I told Jerry, oh, "Don't stop." Jerry told me he was a Cleveland Brown fan, and I felt like shit. <laughs> he uh he makes the end of you right. guys are bunny look like a chump. <laughs> oh man, interesting stuff. If Malcolm and Dana drives a bunny would uh have a cage match, Malcolm would win. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you know, it's pretty interesting uh, hanging on my wall that I think you guys uh, would like. Cool. I got a 16 by 22 inch uh, canvas art of Kane. Signed. Nice. Woo. Oh, and that's awesome. This this particular canvas art. Um, they had it at the 50th anniversary show in Tennessee for Jerry Lawler. Oh, that's and cool. to get the canvas it's, by awesome. itself without it being without it being signed was a hundred dollars. For the meet and greet, it was forty, and to get it signed, it was another twenty. So it would have been a hundred and sixty dollars at the at that event. Right. I got it for fifty-five on a fundraiser auction. Oh, nice. Wow. Cool. That was smart. That's a good job. Yeah, we needed that on the auction we had uh, like a, a few a while back with uh, Brian's auction. Remember we had the wrestling star <laughs> auction here on WCW? Yeah, Malcolm spent all his money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, guess, did you send it? Did, did, did you actually pay him? <laughs> yeah, but guess what he got? 
Hey, Granny, were you there for the auction that we had with Brian? He had the auction. No, I, I, I missed that. I, I missed that. It was so funny. I didn't get to, oh, it, it was I didn't hilarious. get to be a part of it. It was, was one so for the funny. ages. Yes, it, oh, yes, it was. Yeah, Velvet, Velvet couldn't stop laughing the whole time. I couldn't. It was too funny. <laughs> it was too funny. I said, "Yep, Malcolm's gonna buy that." <laughs> um, Brian offered me yesterday or the day before. He has a pair of Tommy Wildfire Riches trunks that he never wore. He wants to sell them for two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars. I told him I'd Dude. think about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, oh, brother. I'm Tommy Wildfire Rich. I did not wear those trunks. Them trunks didn't but get on this beautiful body. So you can have them, brother. <laughs> I don't know oh, what you're laughing about. I'm just a country boy from Georgia. Mm-mm-mm. Oh my. Hey, I like Tommy Rich. Tommy's a trip. No doubt. Tommy Rich and Ric Flair had one of the best matches ever. My whole thing with <laughs> with with Tommy Rich, uh, I think they pushed him way too early and giving him the title way too early at nineteen. Uh, I kind of think that ruined his career for the most part. Oh man, he did well. I remember, but I think I remember the time he won the title from Harley, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Andre, they had Andre as a special enforcer for that match, mm-hmm. and uh, and the the reason being because they knew how tough Harley was, and they didn't know if Harley was going to do business, and Andre right. was the only that right. guy in the back that could like handle Andre. I mean Harley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, I uh, get that, but you know what? I think that I mean. I thought it was good that he won it, but I also thought it was a, a detrimental to his career later on. Yeah. So, I mean, at the time, Tommy Rich was me. on fire, man. He was, like, red hot. No, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that point. Dave, Tommy had a, a very a very, uh, a very unique, extinct uh, – he was part of a group, the York Foundation, Thomas Rich, um, Richard Morton, and Terrence Taylor – with Alexander York, I mean, not very right. many wrestlers in the York Foundation. Oh man, well Tommy, <laughs> I had some good times with Tommy. Oh my God, yeah, man, it was great stuff. We when we were teaming together in Memphis, uh, it was us team. We us teaming with uh, Doug Gilbert, uh, Eddie Gilbert's brother, uh, and uh, yeah. we were like the Freebirds of Memphis. We were feuding with PG thirteen, Lawler and Christopher, and all that. And, oh, oh man, nice. some of the crazy ideas. You know, we'd get our moms involved, and everything. it was such a great time there in Memphis. We had such a blast. That's cool. I like it. <laughs> hey, little fella. <laughs> hey, hey, girl. Oh. Oh. It's like you have good times out that way. <laughs> yeah. I got some fun. In my face. You sound like Brady doing the iconics on in the room. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's bad. I'll have to stop doing that now. I don't understand Forget it. Why it. would they break up the iconics for, for uh, what's-her-face to be teaming with Lacey Evans? I mean, really? 
And Peyton Royce was with. Uh, yeah, 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 right. That was stupid. I love it I mean, when Brady does that. Tell Brady I love it. They should have kept them together, man. I love the iconic. <laughs> they should have kept like, them together. Well, you know, he broke up. He broke up New Day, which I know they want to give E a run. That's great. Yeah. They were together for six years doing. They were making bank for you, man. Their gimmick fell uh, yeah. at the table every day. They could have pushed yeah. Big E. They could have pushed Big E, and he'd still be with New Day. I don't understand why they had to like split them up. Yeah, they. I mean, they pushed. Uh, they pushed Kofi to win a title. And they was this with New Day. It didn't hurt them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Come on. I, I just I thought of another steel cage match that I think you guys would be interested in. Uh, All right, go for it. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Yeah. Oh, was, oh yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about that cage match they had. Yeah. That was a good match. Oh yeah, very good. Classic. I think so. I, earlier on, I think way early. I, I wish I, I wish Owen was still alive. Can you imagine Owen trying to get to wanting to be a member of the New Day? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh my God! <laughs> Don't you dare! Yeah. Owen, see, Owen had such a sense of humor. Oh my God! Owen was so funny, man. Seventeen chips and feel the power. It's a new day. <laughs> yes, it is. You remember him and um, Coco Beware, high energy, when they had the pants, they went up to the yeah. chest? Yeah. Oh, man. That was... <laughs> and, you and you can't forget about the new foundation, him and Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Yeah. yeah, they were a good team, him and Jim the Anvil, yeah. Yeah, Papa yeah that's Strong, a good call. Brett, good call. I was talking to Bret Hart, and Bret goes, you know, Malcolm, he goes, it's too bad you didn't get to meet Owen Hart. He said that would have been a moment. <laughs> so he said, oh, yeah. I man. loved Owen, Malcolm. You loved Owen. That would have been funny. If, you know what would be funnier than him trying to get with a new day is be a tag team partner with Otis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time, I don't know if it was Road Dog or somebody told me one time, that uh, when DX was in the locker room, that uh, Owen walked in dressed as like China with the fake cones and everything. Oh, and wow. had them all laughing. Oh. And, and 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 China, she tried to she tried to get upset, but she was too busy laughing at Owen for impersonator. <laughs> I bet. Oh, so Owen's that's, great, man. Oh that's my God. funny, man. That's Papa, funny. You know, I remember when I talked to Steve Austin and I told him in '97. We went to the Fly Mac in San Diego, I was living with, and we saw Stephen there, and he was making this announcement that Owen was like this little nugget that you'd find in the toilet. I'm not a nugget. <laughs> I'm not a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> ah, funny stuff. How about when they found? How about when they came across that kid that used to do his impersonation? Oh, Jason Sensation, yeah. Yep, that kid oh, he was, was funny. He was something. Oh Jason my god! Who was? What he year was, was that? He was great. Oh, good stuff. No. Yeah, he he and he he uh, they dressed him up as Owen one time. They brought him out, and he goes, "I'm not a nugget." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was great though. He could do some impersonations though. He was good. 
Oh, he was amazing. He was good. You know, I used he was to spot like, on a lot of his stuff. Yeah, he was. I met Eugene. I met Eugene, and Eugene was, he was pretty cool. Uh, to oh, me. Nick Ismore, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've yeah, met Nick Eugene awesome. before. He was it, awesome. It's a, shame, it, it's a shame that he had gotten injured so much that it kind of, if that ended his career, and he just couldn't come back from some of those injuries. Well, I think Eugene yeah. needs to be a good actor. You should go into acting with his personalities he has. Yeah, so oh, what a great wrestler he was! I mean, even before the Eugene, he was a great know, that's wrestler. That's why he got down the nickname Mister Wrestling. Turns out he oh, yeah. he, he he could do it though, that's for sure. Super. Mm-hmm. Nice I just guy. think injuries caught up. I just think the injuries caught up on him. I think think he could shake some of them. Well, shit. Some uh, people don't belong in the ring. You know, like I told um, who was it? David Arquette did that movie. Dave almost killed himself, you know, because he was yeah! <laughs> again. Yeah. Dang. How many times did you get fired, Malcolm? Dang gum. Yeah, Vince, Vince is brutal, man. Vince is brutal. <laughs> he just he's got all comers. He don't remember if he fired you or not. He's got to do it ten times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, him too. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, you know, you know something, Ma- you know something, Malcolm. I met him in in 1976. No, I'm kidding. I ain't picking on you. I'm just kidding. I, I ain't messing with you. <laughs> you don't. You he might eat me. You I'm, I'm small. Yeah, you never no, know. No, no, he might eat me. Just, I'm small. <laughs> I, I was watching the movie at the drive-in, and, and it's, you know. I, I was like stunned when said that he didn't deserve to win a title like Harley Race and Ric Flair. It was an embarrassment. You know, and he really? went through all that you know, wrestling camp and all that other stuff, you know, I just I told Dave you shouldn't Whoa. have done that. You know? Yeah. You shouldn't list to other people, you should listen to yourself. That's what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> okay. Interesting. You got me. You got me. I'm sorry. Good stuff. Bro, thanks for entertaining tonight, guys. It's been a great show. Uh, yeah, it was. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I thoroughly uh, for enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you for listeners that listen in. Uh, be sure to catch the archive tonight's show, um, WCB Retro, and today's date, 10-22-2020, on VOCNation.com. And uh, looking forward to next week. This has been a blast, um, for sure. And I uh, hope you guys have a great rest of the week and weekend. Weekend, yeah. Don't and whether you like it though. or you don't like it, WCW Retro is the best thing going today. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Oh my, that was good. Hey, there you go, bro. You what a way to end right the here, show. Well, yeah, hey, yeah, what a way to end the show, bro. Yeah, you know it. Um, All right, but th- thank you guys, um, and uh, take care of yourselves. And uh, let's uh, let's see what we can end the show out with. Let's see what song we can uh, portray. Partake. Yeah, in. come on. Come on, see what lot. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Let's see what's up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, I may have something here. Let me see what we got here. 
Okay, Bad Street USA. How about that? All right. Love that one. Awesome. See you guys next week. Take care. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Malcolm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm bad. I won't be on the show, man. I think you don't want to be at. So stay now, won't be home. I won't be misery. We knew when we got here. We tried to put it away. But when they see us walk down the street, they ran the other way. Let's breathe. Let's breathe.